0: We are changing a lot up this episode with bold sale reports, sale barn summaries, and even Mr. Trent Luce drops by to say howdy-do. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Pharma10, Imogene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com. Warner Beef Genetics, Mason Angus and Sim Angus, Fettus Red Angus and c T Red Angus, Punchy Yields by UPH, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel and Wrangler. Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, my co-host, my co-pilot.
1: Is back in the house. Ba-
0: I'm going to teach you how to run this thing so, <laughs> so I can't. Crew, we're going to change things up a whole bunch. We have thrown out the playbook. We are absolutely going to be doing... So many, so many different things. In fact, this episode is going to be is going to be very, very, very different. And you know what? In light of so much, well, not in light of, but with everything that's going on in the news and an enormous amount of anger and frustration with a lot of cattlemen right now trying to understand why why prices have been what they are and why there have been tremendous packer margins. I tell you what, stuff is blowing up in the news. What Beck and I are gonna to do today is we're going to try to encourage you maybe with some different marketing options and some ideas. So yes. what is that that you are that you're holding because this is well this is fascinating
1: to me. What I'm holding in my hands is a canister of, and I'm going to read you right what it says, Angus Nomad snack." Now doesn't that get your mind reeling?
0: And this is from a listener over in Hungary, Peter Kuhn.
1: And just so we know, like we said, you know, we're all having frustrations and it's happening everywhere. So here right, we right. have listeners overseas and, and we, our good been, friend Peter Kuhn over in Hungary reached out to us.
0: And we've been talking a lot and we were visiting over Facebook Messenger mm-hmm. just the other day and, and we were actually going back and forth. And he sent us this care package that he put to get, this is from his outfit now, y'all.
1: This is his own beef.
0: This is his own beef that he sent us. This is beef jerky and this is packaged a certain way and... Uh, I was able to get, I'm going to play this recording. This is how you pronounce his Angus outfit. This is Peter Kuhn. This is how he pronounces it.
2: Uh, the correct pronunciation. This is Hortobagy. Hortobagy.
0: Got it? You heard it there. Hortobag Angus is the name of his outfit over in, in Hungary. Quite impressive. His Facebook page, he's got 12,000 followers and
1: and I have to give him kudos on the marketing. I'm looking this at these canisters. The coo- oh, these are the neatest little canisters. They're almost like mini north coffee north cans. And inside of them, he had vacuum packed jerky. Individual, of different serving size. individual serving sizes. Individual serving sizes. And of different flavors. Uh, for example, this container I'm looking, it simply says on the outside, even if you didn't um, understand or speak Hungarian, you could see that it's being advertised for sports, for traveling, hiking. It's got his um, logo all over the- Logo What's everywhere. What's the flavor that
0: you've got? Over I on have
1: teriyaki one. in my hand, and this was my favorite.
0: This is uh, this a uh, habanero. That was yummy. And I don't know how to pronounce this one. Peter, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce this one. But they were all really good. But what we were intrigued, and we've been engaging in this conversation back and forth with Peter. I guarantee you and I are going to hungry. We're going to (laughs) hang up because Peter's about the coolest man. Um, It's just he said this is his family that does this. In addition to raising seed stock and Mm -hmm. raising some pretty awful darn good cow horses, he sent me some videos. They're in the business of supplying. Over-the-counter beef like this that's selling it off the place. Genius. This is genius. We're going to show, we're going to put some of these pictures on Facebook Mm -hmm. if this can spark some enthusiasm and some creative ideas.
2: I tip my hat to you from one legend to another.
1: Wow, we really are changing things up over here. Our tip of the hat is going out to longtime listener and previous guest on the show, Holly Clary and her husband. They just launched a new Facebook page for their ranch, The Hanging Bee Ranch. Check it out. They have grass-fed beef and lean ground beef available right now. Head over to Facebook and give The Hanging Bee Ranch a like.
0: You ain't just a whistling Dixie. We're absolutely changing everything up, but fear not. We have sale barn reports. We have all the numbers. That's going to be coming up at the end of the show. Beck, you said, hey, we need to report on.
1: Well, There's Something a lot cool. of bull sales going on. Let's get yeah. some numbers. Let's get let's spread the word what's going on out there.
0: And obviously we're not going to be able to give every sale, <laughs> you know, every sale report that's out there but some of our partners were going to be yes. you know just kind of recapping those a little bit for you. Yes, we do have some sale barn reports coming up at the end of the show as well. But today, there's a particular theme that we're going after, and a big reason why we're changing things up. This one is about coming together. This is about being creative and coming together, even when there are differences, and that is so darn hard. Beck and I were just talking about that the other day,
1: <laughs> just with just <laughs> with her and
0: I. Coming up in the middle part of the show, we have who?
1: Trent Luce.
0: Haven't had him on the show before. Great to talk with Trent. I've known him for many, many, many years.
1: And it's great that you two were able to cross paths. Absolutely. And
0: he has a, a great, a great message. So I'm excited for that. But before we get to that, we got, as I would say, one step at a time, mm-hmm. we got to take care of the marketing side of things. Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com.
2: You've got an update for us. I want to thank everybody that got on the site, bought bulls on the February 2nd bull sale. We really appreciate all the support. It means a lot. Next big sale on our schedule is going to be March 2nd. That's an all-class cattle auction. Bidding will open on that sale on February 23rd. If you're wanting to sell cattle on that sale, there's still time to get them listed. Cut off for the auction is going to be Wednesday, February 16th at 10 a.m. Like I said, all classes of cattle are welcome on that sale. If you have any you'd like to list, you can call us at 844-775-4762 or just go on the website LivestockMarket.com and click on Sell My Livestock in the upper left-hand corner and fill out a listing. It's a 2% fee if the cattle sell, and there are no PO fees if they don't. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.
0: Mark Vansey, LivestockMarket.com. Appreciate the update each and every week from Mark. Are you on the website right now?
1: Of course I Are am. Play- I play with my phone.
0: You've you're been- you on it on your phone.
1: Yes, I am. I'm on livestockmarket.com using my phone. Look at and, you. And, you know, you always you say- You figured
0: this out, honey. You've got it down.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, you always say the, the words, marketing is all the time. And you know what? Yeah. LivestockMarket.com has a very easy website to use. Right now, actually, I'm looking at some stalker cattle. I'm looking at heifers. They're eight weights, and I'm not gonna go through the whole listing with you. But I was looking these at the, those are out were of the Iowa, Iowa, are they're yep. Iowa cattle. They're, oh, out cool. of, they're out of Iowa. I'm not gonna go through everything with you because it's all detailed right here on the easy to vaccination records is on there, right? Listing, yes, awesome. vaccination to delivery. Everything's right there. Just head to LivestockMarket.com, crew.
0: We've got a lot more coming up. Trent Loose is knocking on the door. Market recaps. With Kirk barn reports from yours truly, and some bull sale updates from back. Go nowhere, ranch it up. Right after this, I've got no fancy sound effects, no catchphrases. Just telling y'all about cattle and genetics that work. And crew, I'd take the time to look into this one. Fetus Red Angus and CBRT Red Angus annual bull sale Monday, March 14th at the Ranch in Manhattan, Montana. com and Fetus Red Angus CT Red Angus on social media for more information. Big Sky Country Red Angus designed by cattlemen for cattlemen, and that's the best way that I can describe it. Monday, March 14th, Manhattan, Montana, and we'll see y'all there. Before you purchase your next set of bulls or females, remember this. The seed stock business is about genetic improvement and customer service. Allied Genetic Resources understands this as well as anyone. Marty Ropp with Allied. That's our charges as seed stock producers is people look at us and you've got to make genetics that work better for us. We see that charge, we understand that charge, and we're going to use all the tools we can to get there. Allied Genetic Resources, where the mission is commercial customer success, period. Punchy Yields by UPH on Facebook. Give them a like and follow, if you would, please. Handmade pullovers, very punchy and my favorite. Wild rugs, very punchy and my second favorite. They do some leather work, too. Punchy Yields by UPH on Facebook. Punchy. Punchy. Very punchy. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, beckonize your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs. a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. One of the things that I truly enjoy about what we do is the people that we meet running into old friends and making new ones. Trent Luce and I, we go way back. We worked with each other many, many years ago, and now here we are today. I attended a meeting recently where Trent Luce was the guest speaker and stuck around and waited to visit with my old friend. I took a few notes because I was I was so intrigued by what Trent was talking about. A tremendous message about rural versus urban community and coming together. Trent, oh, buddy, good to good to talk with you again after a long time. Now, in your presentation... You said the following. After 23 years, you realized that you were part of the problem. What did you mean by that?
3: Well, for years, people were telling me, you're part of the problem, and I just denied it. And then I finally recognized last year. You're talking about rural versus urban. I'm sixth-generation rural American. And I think it started, in fact, now I think it was a strategy that I remember the first time that it hit me that this we really have a rural versus urban problem. And that was when they started showing the results of presidential elections. I don't even remember which president it was, doesn't matter. They started showing the results of presidential elections by county. And we all know that if you break it down by county, there is a distinct difference in how rural versus urban votes across the board from coast to coast. And so I perpetuated that problem and I talked about here's the problem we have rural versus urban. And in 2021 I was very fortunate to be a part of a Rise USA a tour where we had four tour buses there was roughly 23 people who went 70 straight days 39 states 57 events. I was the one who planned every one of those events and and all I did, as you know as well as I do, that we have established a network of people all across this country that you can call on. I planned those events on average five days before they happened. And I brought people together from every walk of life. And I recognize that the people who come to these events, I'll give you a best example, the one that just sticks out in my mind. We all know that Portland's a problem, right? Portland is a problem. So I plan my event in Oregon, in John Day, Oregon. I love John Day, Oregon. It is a fantastic place. They've been uh, literally decimated because the logging industry has been shut down. They're not logging like they should. Fire has been a a serious hazard because we're not managing the resources that are there. So I have friends in John Day, Oregon. We go to John Day, Oregon, and I get a car load of people get out of a, a van, come over to me, and they said, Well, we understand why you didn't have this in in Portland. We're from Portland. We drove six hours one way to come to this event. And I'm thinking, you know what? There's people in Portland that think like I do. Why don't we start coming together on our differences with those people that we don't think like? And find the people that we do think like. And the other place that I really learned this and should have been an awakening to me long ago was when January first, 2015, Bill de Blasio was brought in as the mayor of New York City. And you're thinking, what does this have to do with somebody from Nebraska who focuses on rural America? Well, this guy's number one issue that he ran as a platform as to be mayor of New York City was he was going to end the horse and carriage sector in New York City. I said... That's the problem. So I started developing friends and got to know people. And before you know it, in February of that year, I'm in New York City speaking to 300 carriage drivers and find out there's a whole bunch of people in New York City that think just like I do. And so we must, as a nation, forget about red, blue, Democrat, Republican, rural, urban, and start focusing on what it means
0: to be American. You said the word community. I'm sorry I'm jumping in, Trent. But you said in your presentation where I'm at tonight, you said community several times.
3: This nation was founded with communities coming together. That was the whole concept behind the church. That's the concept behind how the the school was built. That's the concept behind how the local food was harvested. Community members came together, shared resources, and made it happen as a community. We developed this independence because we all got a combine. We all did our own branding. We even, in some cases, developed our own church. And we really segregated ourselves And this didn't become a real awareness to me until we had the federal government telling us, you can't go to church. Why can't we make the the choice and the decision? And so as we go forward, the the world is cyclical. You know, I lived on the Indian Reservation in South Dakota for five years. I learned so much by living on the Rosebud Indian Reservation. It was a great time. There's a lot of problems that need to be fixed on any reservations.
0: I didn't know you lived on the Rosebud.
3: I I lived on the Rosebud for five years from 1998 to 2002. It was a fantastic experience. But every powwow is in a
0: circle. Do you know why? So that there's not a head, uh, uh, a defined leader per se? That's pretty darn close.
3: There's no beginning. There's no end. Life is a cycle you
0: figure out how to be a part of it as it rolls something else i found very profound i wrote it down in my little notebook i carry with me and you said in today's day and age we can't even come together and have a discussion without it resulting in an argument honestly that's even down to that's down even on the family level
3: it is at the family level And that hit me uh, several years ago when I was speaking in Oregon again. Uh, Apparently all my views are shaped. (laughs) But this was a dairy meeting in Oregon. And there was a gentleman And when I got done speaking. I was talking about, again, rural versus urban. But I said, if we really want to fix rural versus urban, we start having conversations at our own dinner table. And this gentleman came up to me, 65 years old, after the meeting. He was sobbing like a baby. 65-year-old dairyman crying. That's what I do. I make 65-year-old guys cry when right. I speak at their event. He said, Trent, you're describing our daughter. She grew up on this dairy farm. She grew up as a hard working farm kid, understands work ethic, understands what we do milking cows. She moved to Hollywood, got in with the wrong crowd. Her mother and I don't even want her to come home for Christmas anymore. Because she spends the entire time telling us how we're destroying the planet by having dairy cows. When you have family members who are who have been rooted and know that what the cow does is improve the planet and improve human health, and then goes and hangs in a crowd where they get misinformed, it brings front home and center. It doesn't matter what's happening in Los Angeles. It matters what's happening in your family. Are you having discussions in your family? to talk about these issues that are very divisive.
0: So when you challenged the group that was here, you, um, you said there's one thing that you need to do when you leave here, and that was in, in regards to what we did yesterday versus today versus tomorrow.
3: If you don't do something different tomorrow than you did yesterday, what we accomplished here tonight means nothing. What are you going to do different tomorrow? Because what you have done in the past, what we, I'm not saying you, what we collectively have done in the past has gotten us to this position. And this position is more division than ever, anytime since the Civil War. We've got more division in families than any time since the Civil War. We have people that look down upon the food producers in their own community that they can't live without continuing to be in the bu- business of food production. And so my question is, don't sit back and say, when is somebody going to fix this? What are you going to do to fix it tomorrow that you didn't do yesterday?
0: Trent, it was great to catch up with you, and I look forward to collaborating on projects with you in the future. You can follow Trent on social media at TrentOnTheLoose and at LooseTales, Loose, Tales, L-O-O-S, okay? Loose is spelled L-O-O-S, a great message about coming together. Now stick around Numbers, and more numbers, and even more numbers when we come back. I want to introduce you all to a top source of Gelvy Balancer, and Angus genetics that can change your outfit. Warner Beef Genetics, selling 145 Gelvy Balancer, and Angus bulls Wednesday, March 2nd at the ranch in Arapahoe, Nebraska. Been and buy online at dbauction.com, more details at warnerbeef.com, and on Facebook at Warner Beef. Wednesday, March 2nd, Arapahoe, Nebraska, Warner Beef Genetics. There's the details crew, just don't miss out. Join me and my team from NeoGen over the next few months as we talk about how to improve the genetic package on our operations. We get tips and tricks on how to be more successful with modern genetic tools. Commercial producers and feeders, we now get the chance to change the direction of the future. GGP, Igenity Beef, Igenity Branded, Igenity Feeder, Igenity and Vigor, all from Neogen, and you're going to figure out what program works best for you. Hashtag Ranch It Up. Livestockmarket.com is the go-to online marketplace for livestock, horses, hay, and straw. Sales manager Mark Vanzi tells us how easy it is to use.
2: Cattleman can take photographs, videotape his own calves. He can upload them directly to the site. He can sell them private treaty. He can sell them on the online auction. The biggest principle behind the whole Livestockmarket.com concept is producer has complete control.
0: The online platform that works without all the restrictions. Livestockmarket.com. On Facebook, too. welcome back everyone and thanks for riding with us kirk donsbach stonex financial incorporated it is your time sir so what uh, what happened last week i was kind of kind of busy trying to do some reports i know you were traveling a little bit as well well not a little bit but quite a bit so uh, what happened last week all that i know is that cash trade was just a tick higher but that's it that's all i kind of kind of heard.
2: i would call it the- a Better than just a little bit higher. I think 140 cash was very positive news, especially you know that's a three dollar jump almost on the week. Uh, I think I would call that very good news. Uh, as of Friday, February fourth, March feeders closed 166. That's up six dollars and forty seven cents on the week, with the CME feeder index at 1617 of the dollar twelve. You will notice the difference between the two, or the basis, is now a negative 593, which to me kind of indicates that futures may be too far out in front of the cash market. And I'd expect that if cash doesn't pop up this week, we'll probably see a a minor correction in the feeder futures market. February Live closed at 142, up 320. With the big news that we mentioned earlier, cash trading 139 to 140, up two to three dollars. Weekly slaughter was six hundred and thirty-nine thousand. That's still thirteen thousand less than last year. But I believe the higher cash bids indicate that Packers are aggressively buying for next week, trying to push that number up to a more normalized six hundred and fifty thousand. Kind of to wrap up the year and the troubles we've had, yearly slaughter is five and a half percent behind last year at this date so we got a little catch-up to do but it looks like everything's getting ready to go to to get that done to wrap it up march corn traded 621.75 down 14 cents Um, but that was unfortunately off of the 640 highs relative to the feed market so corn is definitely a little concerning so i'm
0: going to kind of put you on the hot seat just for a little bit and that is in just to get your general opinion on what is happening? You and I were talking off air of, of the, the Freedom Convoy uh, 2022 of what's going on with our Canadian friends. What effect do you think that that could potentially have on our markets here in the States? I know that's kind of a big question, but I've been, as you have been, kind of just watching and observing what's happening. But what what could potentially happen with our markets?
2: It definitely is real. And the effect is real. Uh, my neighbor down the road, about 70 miles, pretty big feedlot. They actually bought my calves last year. So this feedlot buys those calves. They feed them to about 800 pounds, and they ship them to Canada to finish them out. My specific calves made the trip, but I know for a fact that that has been shut down, at least temporarily. The normal flow of calves up to Canada will not be able to happen until that issue is resolved. So that's a very real effect. I would say that if this can be worked out pretty quickly... I don't expect it'll have much of a negative market influence now if we're still dealing with this come june or july when the, the big video auctions are going on the canadians bought a lot of calves out of the montana wyoming north dakota area you know if we can't get them shipped across the border that's obviously going to be a very negative effect at least on the calf market in the northern u.s
1: thanks kirk now for something new by request a few bull sale summaries from a few of our partners jungle's shorthorn farm for the durhams in the dakota's 2022 sale which was a record breaker although there were blizzard conditions that day with the assistance of technology derek and his crew broke records mm-hmm. that day for jsf 90 Bulls averaged 6,205 with 60,000 and 40,000 as Mm -hmm. sale tops. Tigger, you were watching on DV Auction. I
0: picked the bell ringers. (laughs) I was. Of course you did. I was watching. I picked (laughs) the bell ringers.
1: Ellingson Angus, Chad and Julie Ellingson, and the Ellingson Angus Real World Genetics Sale. Three hundred and five bulls averaged. Listen here, twelve thousand four hundred seven dollars. Four hundred and forty-three commercial heifer calves Bell averaged thirteen seventy-nine, and two hundred and thirty-two commercial bred heifers averaged twenty-two forty-seven. Sale tops were lot one for one hundred and seventy-five thousand, and lot one twelve at one hundred and sixty thousand.
0: Some of your friends. Had red heifers in that
3: sale, too. Yes, they did. Congratulations. Very nice cattle
1: out there. Some sales coming up that we will be talking about. Wednesday, March 2nd, Warner Beef Genetics, Arapahoe, Nebraska, Galve, Balancer Angus, and Red Angus Genetic Packages. Thursday, March 3rd, Keller's Broken Heart Ranch, Mandan, North Dakota, Semitel, and Sim Angus cattle. Saturday, March 5th, in Broken Bow, Nebraska, Mason Angus, and Sim Angus. We will be bringing you more updates on sales over the next weeks to come, by the way. And before we head out, Tigger, do you have any sale barn reports?
0: I do. We're kind of doing things a little bit different today. We're going to hit, he- this is by request as well. We're heading to Russell, Iowa. Here's what I've got for y'all on the steer. Six to six and a half weights. Listen to this. $1.76 and a quarter to $1.92 and a half. Six and a half to 690 weights. $1.68 and a half to $1.8475. Seven to seven and a half weight steers. $1.62 and a half to a dollar, 79, 75, seven and a half to eight weights at $1.60 to $1. $1.7360, and then eight to eight-and-a-half-weight steers in Russell, Iowa, at $1.55 to $1. $1.6435. On the Heifer Mates, six to six-and-a-half-weights, one5275 to 75 to dollars and a six-and-a-half six to seven-weights, $1.48 to $1.59.5. and a half and then seven to seven-and-a-half-weight heifers in Russell, Iowa, just a little bit earlier on this week at $1.44 to $1.59. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew, even though we changed things up for you. A big thanks to everyone who came along with us today. Mark Vanzy with LivestockMarket.com, Trent Luce, Kirk Donsbach with the recap, and, of course, the boss lady Beck is back in action. A big thanks to our partners, Pharma 10, Gene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Warner Beef Genetics, we just heard from them, Mason Angus and Sim Angus, Fettus Red Angus and c Red Angus, Punchy Yields by UPH, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we Ranch It Up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show, our email, real easy ranchitupshow at gmail.com call and text me 24 seven at 707 ranch 20 spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always tigger approved stay ranchy crew and ranch it up